and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit new podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is Carly Chatfield Pine. Pine, like, is tis the season to cut down those pine trees? That is half the reason. But the other half is because I wanted to marry Chris Pine. Who doesn't? So, that's that. There's that. I want to marry the version of Chris Pine that is the dad in A Wrinkle in Time. (laughs) Sweaters and floppy hair. I had a dream that I was dating Chris Pine recently. Nice. Yeah, it was really nice. (laughs) He's my husband, so... Just a little bit. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Carly. So, (laughs) girls, like I mentioned, happy holidays. Tis the holidays. Is that what people say? Tis the holidays. (laughs) Tis the holidays. Jolly. (laughs) And Shelly, Shelly and I and my daughter Lucy rung in the holiday season last night and we went to go see the Nutcracker Ballet. Mm -hmm. Oh, so jealous. And I wanted to get your get your thoughts on what is what else are good ways to ring in the holiday season. I have a really good answer for this. Okay, I have watched not one, not five, but seven Hallmark style holiday movies so far this year. Wow! <laughs> oh my goodness! What what are Hallmark style ones? So like, there's Netflix and like other things that take the super cheesy. Romantic, has nothing to do with Christmas, but it's set in Christmas land. Have you watched The Princess Switch? Yes. <laughs> Is that one good? <laughs> Are you so excited for the Christmas Prince sequel? I haven't seen the original, <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. Shelley. These are Netflix ones, right? Yes. Shelly and Carly? Yes. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. The Princess Switch one just sounds like so, so cheesy. And, and from a review I read about it, it said there's not a... Uh, trope that this movie just doesn't go for. Oh, you were telling me about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never seen any of these movies, but I'm pretty sure I would love them all. Yeah, I think you would, because uh, our mom likes them a lot also. <laughs> and Julie, you and mom have very similar style in Christian romance novels. Yeah, so, so true. There we go. Julie, what is a good, like, a very classic way for you to ring in the season? Let me tell you what we did as a family... This very night. So that sounds like the beginning of A Christmas Carol. (laughs) Like like Ebenezer Scrooge. This very night. (laughs) Well, on this very night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) We made a gingerbread house. Oh, fun. And that's not the only thing we've done this weekend. We watched a Christmas movie last night. We started reading A Christmas Carol. Last night, we. I am very excited for this holiday season. That's so fun. I keep forgetting it's about to be Christmas because I'm just excited to see y'all. All the Chatfield girls are getting together in one place this Christmas season. We will even have a one re- recording session where we're all together. I think, <laughs> which has never happened so before excited. in the history of Shelley has opinions, and it. It gonna get wild. Yes. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, Shelly, what, what is your way to ring in the holiday season? Seeing the Nutcracker is definitely one of them for me. Like if, like, if I could go see a production of the Nutcracker, like, once a week between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to get out our Christmas decorations that I haven't seen in five years. That will really <gasps> feel fun to me. Yeah, and get a tree, because we threw away our old artificial tree when we moved across the world. We kicked off the season right also this weekend by having snow for the first time <laughs> since <laughs> was being great here planning. in Utah. And uh, it was an adventure. My dog has never seen snow before. She was not so sure about it. <laughs> <laughs> My son has barely seen snow before, and he was very sure about snowballs are great. <laughs> So. <laughs> well, with all his love of Calvin and Hobbes, you got to expect that. Yeah. So, 
So that's that's how we kicked off this season. Snow. <laughs> I made it snow. <laughs> <laughs> Make it snow. <laughs> you get it. You get it. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, the the way that I rung in the holiday season, and then we'll get to the topic, but the way that I rung in the holiday season was by watching the most magical and majestic thing of all, which was a huge line of white geese marching down a hill into a pond one by one. And it was a beautiful sight. <laughs> she- <laughs> Shelly was with me and it was like, it was cold, but not too cold. It was kind of cloudy and there was kind of snow everywhere. And it just was so majestic and magical. And that's what I keep thinking about. Yes, we saw a lot of beautiful ballet yesterday, but all I can think about is how cute these little geese were. <laughs> now, if there had been six geese and they each laid an egg, that would be perfect. You know where I'm <laughs> going be- with this? Yeah, everyone knows you start with number six on those 12 days of Christmas. You you start with six and move out in either direction. <laughs> Classic Christmas. Well, uh, girls, I'm really excited for, for, for the season, for just a holiday season, a fun season. And I'm really excited to get to, today, to today's topic. Shall we get to it? Yes. Yes. Okay, this is a topic that was brought to my attention by uh, by a committee, a small committee. <laughs> how, how big of a committee? <laughs> a small independent committee. Okay. <laughs> Who is who's on this committee? <laughs> it's a two person committee, like it is every week. <laughs> it's it's uh it's Laurel and Hardy. Uh <laughs> They have no skin in this game. Uh <laughs> But it's it's going to be a fun one. Shelly, today's topic is you pick fruit farms. Ooh. <laughs> I I was worried you were going to stop with you pick. <laughs> To this is the topic you pick. <laughs> I was <gonna> panic. <laughs> that okay. Now we we're gonna do that to you someday, Shelly. That's oh, no. the perfect perfect April Fool's topic. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, I know very frequently you're concerned that you won't know what I'm talking about when I bring up a topic. Will you tell the Shelly gang what a you pick fruit farm is? Well, I think it. Is self-explanatory. You, you, whoever you are, you go pick some fruit, and then I think they let you eat it also. <laughs> but you pick it, you buy it, you eat it. It's delicious, I guess. If you like that sort of thing, <laughs> which I can't tell you at this point. <laughs> well, this small committee was very adamant that Julie go pro. Okay. That I go anti. And then Carly, as our Shelly expert, is going to tell us what she thinks you're going to choose. Are we ready? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, Julie, do it. Oh, I'm going to. I haven't been fruit picking very, very many times. Only very many times. Oh, okay. Not two varies, just one. Yeah. Your varies vary. <laughs> because I used to live in a land where there was a lot of fruit and stuff that you could pick. I remember when I had a new little baby Ruby and mm-hmm. I took my new little baby Ruby and my two and a half year old Theo and we went raspberry picking and I left Ruby in a car seat. At the end of the row. And Theo and I just went down. And I didn't think that I liked raspberries. Uh-huh. We grew up with raspberry bushes. And I just never was interested in them. But eating these sun-warmed berries right off the bush was a magical experience. 
And I tried to pick as many berries as I could, but Theo just kept eating them. So we ended up buying like 45 cents worth of berries. (laughs) They don't make you pay for the ones you eat. I think that's just part of the you pick culture. Maybe in Ithaca. (laughs) Maybe in Ithaca. (laughs) Because seriously, they're like, please take all these berries. They're just going to fall off the bush. (laughs) We have too much fruit. Please. please. (laughs) Yeah, that's the case. And man, Theo's diaper the day after was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. That is so gross. (laughs) Julie. But it's Dang just it. really indelibly marked upon my mind. <laughs> it must have been pretty bad. I remember it all these years later. So I've been raspberry picking. I've been apple picking. I've been apple picking again. <laughs> <laughs> raspberry picking again. <laughs> Julie. <laughs> Something that we've all done. I don't know if Holly is going to include this. You pick your own Christmas tree? That's not a fruit, though, technically, <laughs> I think. Isn't it already cut down by the time we get to it? Here's the thing, team. The topic is you pick fruit farms. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like, a Christmas tree farm, that ain't, that ain't it, bro. When the small committee was talking about this, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't specify fruit farms. It was just you pick. I don't think the culture of you pick includes that Christmas tree farm. Because <laughs> if you eat a Christmas tree while you're like wandering around trying to pick it out, they, they make you pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> but Julie, I mean, you could put it in. I just, I just don't think Shelly should use it as evidence. All right. That's fine. As evidence. <laughs> but getting fruit like right from the tree or the bush or the vine or whatever, it makes it so much more delicious because you can just pick the ones that are like perfectly ripened. Mm. Oh, yummy. So good. Does that mean you need to be a fruit expert so you know exactly when they're ripe? No. Wait, don't answer that. Don't answer that. Well, I already did. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I was shouting too much. I didn't hear it. <laughs> you can edit it out, Holly. You you don't need to be a fruit expert because you can just learn along the way. That's how I learned what ripe raspberries look like. If you pick the ones that are green, like Theo kept doing when he was two, um, that's not going to serve you very well. And that probably would give you a tummy ache if you ate a lot of that. (laughs) Well, after the first one, I think you uh, wouldn't want to eat anymore because they nasty. You know what else I've done? I've picked long ago that I just remembered. Oranges. We did that as youths for as a fundraiser. We went and picked oranges to sell. That was crazy because it was very cold. So if you're going to go you picking, don't go when it's very cold. (laughs) That's a bit of advice. Great. Perfect. (laughs) If you pick the fruit yourself, it's cheaper. And Shelly, I know you are a frugal woman. You want to get those good deals on those delicious uh, bushels of apples that you're always buying. (laughs) Yeah. You know me. (laughs) Whenever I go to the store, I like to buy all my fruits and veg by the bushel full. (laughs) (laughs) Can I interject a quick anecdote? Yes. Yes. As as the Shelly gang knows, Shelly was just in Virginia watching Julie's kids while Julie and Corbin went to New, New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point, I was video chatting with Shelly. Uh, during that time, there were several different times wherein Shelly had to tell some Miller child at some point not to throw apples down the stairs. <laughs> just just one apple. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, the, the conclusion of it was the, uh, little Luke, who is two, ate the apple that had been thrown down the stairs several times. And it was so cute. Did he really eat it? He, he ate, he started to eat it, yeah. Oh, but he started to that. Like it's yeah. applesauce inside by the time they're done with it. <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, there were some pretty soft spots in there for sure. <laughs> Anyways, but ever since that day, that is my first thought when I hear the word apple. Like every time, is <laughs> don't throw an apple down the stairs. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's another good thing about you pick fruit, is that you appreciate that dang fruit. You worked hard to pick those apples, and so you're going to savor the delicious sweet juices that you can enjoy from them. So, Julie, when when you picked all this fruit, did you just eat it as you went? <laughs> or did you ever, like, make things with it? Or did you make a delicious apple pie? I don't think we made anything with it. I don't think we picked that many apples. <laughs> because it turns out, I think the last time I went apple picking, I had a little tiny baby Lukey in a stroller. A four-year-old and a two-year-old are not great Fruit pickers. (laughs) I guess a little tiny baby isn't either. That's true. That's true. What was Lukey doing? What was he adding to the... (laughs) He was just sloughing off. No, not sloughing off. That's gross. Nope. (laughs) He was... What's what's the Utah word for... That's it. For skipping school is sloughing, which is wild. Gross. Isn't that what you do to like dead skin when you like exfoliate? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Shelly, that was the number one reason you shouldn't have moved to Utah. And I forgot to tell you until this very moment. And now it's too late because that is really, that's yucky. (laughs) I am beating it out of my children as it exists now. Like I'm constantly smacking them if they say (laughs) sloughing. Do you know what is a cute word? That they used at Theo's elementary school, instead of the word, like, cut in line, they used the word uh, budge in line. Oh. Budge or with the F? Budge. With a, a B. You know what they say here in Utah? Butt in line. I knew that, and I disapprove. You mean not cut in line? <laughs> yeah. No. Isn't that crazy town? What is wrong with the state? <laughs> Regional colloquialisms in Utah are are dumb town USA. <laughs> yeah, fry sauce is the only reason to stay, Shelly. <laughs> the only reason. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hadn't even thought about all the fry sauce I'm going to eat when I'm there. You're going to need to bring an empty suitcase. Just <laughs> fill it. Just fill it full of gallons of fry sauce. Loose fry sauce. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> um, you know what great, goes great with fry sauce? Everything, including fruit. <laughs> you get the right fruit i guess so you pick the fruit you eat it you appreciate it it's delicious and apart from just the fruit going to a you pick farm is so fun it's like a very different experience than we city folk usually have now that i'm a true city folk going to a you pick farm would be just mind-blowing for my my city children (laughs) now that we've been here for almost five months. Usually the U-Pick farms have like a little shop that has just very cute atmosphere and like all the little trinkets and doodads that go with farm farming life. (laughs) (laughs) A tiny tractor, a, a little hoe, Jewelry made from like raspberry seeds, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. I need a lot of raspberry seeds. <laughs> a little necklace that has a little uh bottle and then uh it's like a a strawberry seed with your name etched in it. <laughs> Cute. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. You cut out. Oh, I said something very funny and smart. Oh man, I missed it. <laughs> I'll just I'll just give you the laugh anyways. <laughs> oh, Holly. <laughs> You're so witty. No, when I think of of like a you pick farm with doodads and diddly doos, I think of like <laughs> a scarecrow standing in the corner. But like the kind of scarecrow that's made out of like like flag material. Do you know what I'm saying? Nylon? Yeah. Like burlap flag material? No. Burlap. No, like what nylon. Flag. Or How many nylon. burlap flags are you seeing around? <laughs> I was just thinking that burlap <laughs> makes more sense. I was hoping Julie had misspoken because, like, I can't imagine, like, you take, like, 
the French flag and make a beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Not like a flag made out of real cloth. I'm saying like a very synthetic thing. Oh, and another thing that you could get if you went to upstate New York to like any apple farm, you could get apple cider donuts. Ooh. And they, uh, they are crazy delicious. Would you have to pick your own apple cider donuts? <laughs> Out of an apple cider donut tree? Yeah. <laughs> but it's real hot because it fries. No, the way, the way they did it in this one farm I went to where they like had them on a little conveyor belt. So they would conveyor belt down into the oil and then when they were done cooking, they would conveyor belt up out of it and you just pick it up. I've seen things like that before too. They had something like that in the mall in Sydney, like a little donut shop where you could watch the donuts fry. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Watch them fry. (laughs) Yeah, and it's great. (laughs) Uh, So if you ever have an opportunity to go, you put, you pick, ing, at a, you pick fruit farm, do it. It's really fun. You won't regret it. Thank you. I love it. That sounds like a threat. (laughs) It was. I don't know. Okay. Just as long as I know when I'm being threatened. I don't don't like inadvertent threats. (laughs) Okay. Good to know. Julie. Thank you for sharing those reasons. I have my own reasons. Uh, the committee has given me this paper right here that tells me my reasons why Shelley should not choose you pick fruit farms. She should be against them. The first one is they're needlessly whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how much you hate whimsy. <laughs> you guys know that I have an ongoing battle against everything whimsical. <laughs> And I feel that nowadays, you pick fruit farms are are basically like farmer tourism. At, Shelley, <laughs> what is that kind of tourism that's about agrarian tourisms? Agro tourism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? It's when all the farmers are really mean. <laughs> They're so aggro. They get crazy. <laughs> Shelley, tell me. I can't remember. I'm too sick. You have an expert here. Expert, do your thing. Well, but Shelly was an expert because she has like a degree in travel and tourism. So I thought she would be more yeah. more experted. But but the Shelly gang knows what I mean. All I can think of is Dwight Schrute's farms. Yes, that is that same thing from the classic episode of The Office where Dwight opens... Uh, a, a bed and breakfast on his beet farm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Agritourism. That's there we go. the real word. Fabulous. Good job, everyone. You did it. Uh, it, it is at best agritourism and at worst just plain uh, tourism in the, the nastiest sense of the word. In, <laughs> in, like people are showing up at the Yupik fruit farms with like black socks and sandals and like a big camera hanging around their neck and like a, a boat, uh, not boat hat, bowl hat. No. What's that hat that's like a bowl? A bucket? Yeah. Bucket <laughs> hat. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just putting it up on their Instagrams, on their Facebooks. And and that's only why they they like reach down towards the plant, get that picture, and then just turn around and leave. <laughs> and they stomp on as much fruit as they can on the way out. <laughs> yeah. Then they kick dirt on the farmer who's just crying, <laughs> and he's so aggro after that. <laughs> it sounds so whimsical, Holly. I am at my expertise. It's agritourism or agrotourism. Both are acceptable. Oh. Accept me for who I am. <laughs> An expert. <laughs> An expert in agro-tourism. <laughs> I, I, I think there is a certain amount of whimsy that one needs to, to possess in order to undertake a trip to the Yupik fruit farms. And I don't think that I need to explain it because I think y'all know in your hearts, in <laughs> And your souls, what I mean. 
And needlessly whimsical means it doesn't need to be done. It's needless. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My second point, Shelly, as to why I think you shouldn't choose you pick fruit farms is I'm no fruitologist. I don't know what's good. As we mentioned before, uh, we, we don't. Uh, we don't know what makes fruit good. Not like it at a, on a molecular sense or a gastronomy <laughs> sense. Like I don't know when it's ready for me to get. And and there's not a, like you don't get your own personal farmer there, like pointing out there is a good one. There is a good one. It's not like you pick, but only like you are the hands and the farmer is guiding you. Uh, there is only one set of footprints on the dirt the whole time (laughs) that's true (laughs) uh the committee just handed me these points i'm just really trying to sell them you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and you're not even getting paid to do like to (laughs) to be a fruitologist and know when the fruit is ripe you just are doing it for free (laughs) doing it for the love of the fruit and and guys, lean in real close. Just the Shelly gang. Nobody else. Oh, that means not me. <laughs> yeah, definitely not Shelly. I'm actually leaning closer to my mic, Holly. It's for you. <laughs> You're wearing headphones, right, Carly? <laughs> yes. I'm leaning farther into my headphones. <laughs> I don't really like fruit that much. I like <gasps> vegetables. And I'm no fruitologist, but I am a, I am a vegetable scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, what are you laughing at? <laughs> um, I'm just like I'm just writing myself some funny notes over here. <laughs> I'm just having a good time. I love the idea that you're like in your spare time, you're writing jokes that you're laughing at yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like fruit, and I'm not going to be a fruitologist, and you can't make me. So I have another point. You can't go alone to a you pick fruit farms. There's no such thing as fruit picking for one. <laughs> On my notes here, it says English doesn't have a plural you to let people know that it has to be more than one person. Like <laughs> if it were in French, it would be like vous pick. Well, pick wouldn't be that. There'd be like the plural you. The more formal you, and in Spanish and other Romance languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shelly. Yeah, ustedes. Yeah, ustedes pick fruit farms. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because it can't be just one. That would be sadder than the saddest movie wherein someone has to or- get a table for one. It would be too sad for someone to just show up and do it. Even sadder would be for a fruit farm to be specifically just for lonely hearts. The lonely hearts you pick fruit farm. That would be actually kind of a fun, like, singles mixer. I'm writing that down, and I will write that book. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing, y'all. You just can't go alone. And uh, I don't know if you know, but... Uh, Shelly doesn't like to do things alone, and so I just, uh, ruined my own point. So. (laughs) Yeah. My next point, Shelly, I have two more points. My next point, I'm going to read verbatim, even though I am very embarrassed that I wrote this. (laughs) All right. Where live farms? <laughs> wait, wait, can you repeat that one more time? <laughs> sure. Where live farms? <laughs> okay. Was that point donated by my two year old son? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, as a city kid, would wonder where live farms because <laughs> you pick farms. And I've said this before, I've said this about a lot of things before, uh, are are essentially against a, a, a more urban aesthetic. Uh-huh. And and Julie isn't, uh, as she mentioned, lives in a big city now. Uh, Shelly, you and I uh, live in cities. And Carly, you live in a desert. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually looking up right now if I have any pick farms 
anywhere near me. But you do. pick cactus. It sounds like Carly just lives like in the middle of the desert. I think she does live in a city in the desert. <laughs> we, Shelly, Shelly, you've been to Arizona. If you say that I live in a city and not in the middle of the desert, people will be very angry. No, no, no. Your, your city is in the desert. I'm saying you live in both. <laughs> I'm saying you don't live in a yurt in the middle of the desert. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. I also live in a metropolitan area that you should respect. I live in Arizona, Shelly. I am full of Why are you attacking Shelly? <laughs> no, she was trying Arizona. To, to protect you. Stand up for you. She said exactly what you already said, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to yeah. fight anybody, fight Holly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll just go write myself some nice notes now. <laughs> I can't take Holly, though. That's the big problem here. And thus, why we have our podcast. Shelly has opinions. <laughs> Shelly doesn't want to give her opinions, which sometimes are the exact same thing as some other people, because other people might get so angry that she agrees with them. <laughs> so she just doesn't say anything. And now we've got to ask her topic by topic every single thing she has an opinion about. <laughs> Because I'll never tell you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, there is a pickyourown.org, and that's yeah. how you find a farm. But I think that's boring to talk about right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where live farms? <laughs> My last point. Wait, wait. What does that mean? I don't know if we ever got around to what that actually means. It just means that there's not a lot of you pick farms uh, in in places with with a large population because farms can't live where people live. Yeah, I hit it. So that's all. Okay, <laughs> I'm with you now. My last point is the ultimate you pick. Is a garden in your backyard, so just do that, dummy. Ah, yes, Shelly. Ah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> what if you don't have a backyard? There are places that will sell you buckets of dirt or things that you can grow stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> Here is a bucket of dirt. Please give me ten dollars. Grow whatever you want in here. I don't care. So you're saying a bucket of dirt is just as good as a U pick farm? It's so much closer to home than a U pick farm is. It's in your home. Maybe it is your home. Maybe <laughs> for Holly, who hates being outdoors, she has a yeah. pick farm indoors, just lo- rows and rows of buckets lining her home. <laughs> That's the dream, actually. That, is that what hydroponics are? It was made by an indoor kid who's like, I just can't put myself in the sun like that. I'll make my own sun. <laughs> Ha! Sorry, I have a U-Pick farm uh, 10 miles from me. Boom. I'm, I'm going to fall asleep in this bucket of dirt. <laughs> Sorry, I just got so excited. <laughs> I am now going to go there. Now? Can you at least <laughs> do your part? Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever this podcast plays, I will be at a U-Pick farm. <laughs> For all the fresh, delicious fruit that grows in Arizona, completely naturally. <laughs> okay, another statistic that Arizona loves is that we grow more oranges than California. <laughs> oh my goodness. This very intense Arizona pride is making me so sad. <laughs> it's so unexpected. Carly! How about instead of Arizona Pride, you show some sh- show some Shelly Pride and uh, tell us what you think Shelly will think about you pick farms based on your years of experience knowing Shelly. Shelly likes happy things that are like outside happy things. I know this because she is a Disneyland fan and those are happy outside things. 
Oh, oh, outside happy things. I thought you were saying I like happy things that are outside other happy things. <laughs> so, like, I like downtown Disney because it's outside of Disney. <laughs> so, based on my knowledge of her liking outside and liking being happy and liking things, I think that... And also, okay, Shelly also <laughs> likes fruit <laughs> and and other things. She is a connoisseur of food, and so she wouldn't need a farmerologist to walk around and tell her. She would just know <laughs> inside, her, inside her heart what was the most delicious thing. <laughs> and so, okay, so three words sums up. Natural talent is two words. <laughs> Natural talent. <laughs> Outside fun things. And Shelly would like it. Are you saying natural talent as in like, I have a natural talent for knowing about fruit or that I have a talent for natural things like gardening? <laughs> you choose in your heart, Shelly. You oh, choose okay. in your heart. <laughs> I just want to be a farmerologist now. <laughs> That's what's in my heart. You know what I just remembered? I know about the word agrotourism because of a romance novel. <laughs> That's cool. Well, now is the time we've all been waiting for. We are going to get the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most Vancouver podcaster, Shelly Allison. Shell, you visited Vancouver, Canada recently? Hey. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> I, I speak the native language. <laughs> I wonder if there's a, a plural you in Canadian. I don't know, but all of my Australian oys have now turned into a's. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, what do you think about you pick fruit farms? You guys have just given me so much to think about. <laughs> Um, where Live Farms is one that really is a great one to start off with because uh, I don't know where the closest one is to where I live now, especially here. I mean, Utah probably has some somewhere, but I don't know. It's a secret for me. <laughs> Not a secret, a surprise. Oh, mystery and surprises await me here in Utah. Oh, yeah. But, so that's that's a great point, Holly. Where where live farms? <laughs> and also, I am not a fruitologist. I'm not a farmerologist. <laughs> I'm also not a vegetable scientist like you, Holly. I just I I don't have a lot of natural talent, as in talent for natural things. <laughs> uh, I I haven't done a lot of farming because, um, like Julie mentioned. Like, I have never had a yard, and I I don't feel comfortable with buckets of dirt just lining the walls <laughs> of my home. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think that would, have, would work for me. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to pick fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how much I love doing things I've never done before. <laughs> you know how much I love to do things that, like, could possibly, I could do wrong. <laughs> So, um, so there's there is that. I just would be very nervous to go out there and give it a try. And also, like Holly said, you pick. <laughs> so, how many use? Like, if I went alone, I guess I would be the most pathetic thing in the world. Holly makes it sound like. <laughs> but I'm also not sure I could convince my indoor kid named Jet to go to a farm and do that. He would probably just think it was the most boring. The idea of it would be the most boring thing he's ever heard, because that's what he says about all outdoor things, basically. <laughs> and indoor things, some of them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think, so if I did do it, I may have to go alone, and I guess that would just make me the laughing stock of the farm. <laughs> Maybe they should offer a service of like rent a farmer and just like have a guide with you. <laughs> rent a farmerologist. Yeah. A farmerologist. <laughs> to help you catch your own farmer. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so really, there's a lot to think about. But 
And, and I, I don't know if you could tell, but I haven't actually done it before. <laughs> I've never been to a U-Pick farm before. The closest... Didn't we all go as kids to that one apple orchard place? We, we would get the flavored honey? We never went to the U-Pick one because yeah. mom and dad said that would be too crazy. And I was like, you're right, dog. Five of us loose in an apple orchard. <laughs> Bye. That's correct. What was yeah. that place called? Oak Glen yes. was the was the, where all of the farms were, but there was a specific farm that was you pick. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So I and Julie did mention picking oranges once, which we did do as like a way to earn some money for our, our church youth group. It was cold and I believe drizzling most of that day. It's pretty miserable. I guess I do have one experience with that, and it's that, and they don't let you eat the oranges as you're doing that. <laughs> it's not really the kind of thing you could just pop in your mouth as you go. I would say that was not a you-pick farm experience. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't really. And it was very cold and wet. They just would lean ladders against the orange tree, and you just climb up it. No thanks. <laughs> That's not safe for me. I don't like that at all. You do live your life very cautiously. I that do. is true. And I just remember thinking, this is not this is not for me. Well, Shell, you know what's really short? Strawberry plants. <laughs> no ladders needed. That's <laughs> true. Growing up, we did have raspberry bushes in our backyard and sometimes strawberry plants. And also other our mom tried to grow things, I think, every summer different kinds of plants, sometimes fruits, sometimes vegetables. I don't think we got a lot of practice picking from them because I don't think a lot of them did super great all the time. Which is no fault of mom's. No, it's uh, our California dirt in our backyard. Didn't, didn't like it very much to be growing things. <laughs> and our doggy. Yeah, that's true. She liked to step all over everything. So so all, all of that is to say, I haven't done it. I don't have a lot of experience. That makes me nervous. Just. <laughs> but I do think fresh fruit would be delicious. That does sound yummy. I, I would love to eat a fresh strawberry off of a beautiful strawberry vine. Is it a vine? Plant planting. Plant. <laughs> and a fresh apple probably would be. Uh, totally delicious. And as someone who does like food, as Carly mentioned, that would be a fun experience to have. And to be able to pick some fruit and then like make a pie or something like that would also be very, very fun. I think to me, the work of like picking it would totally make that pie like 10 times more delicious. And I don't know about the the expense of it. Again, never done it. (laughs) So I don't know if it is cheaper. It is. That's why people do it. Oh, really? (laughs) I just thought they did it for funsies. Like as like a family activity. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. I would pay a lot of money to never have to go outside again. And (laughs) and so that's that's where where the expense comes for me. The outsidedness is too expensive. There's too high a price (laughs) of outside time for me. And as for our shop with trinkets and doodads and diddly doos, <laughs> that doesn't appeal to me. Not interested. Apple cider donuts would be delicious if that was something available. Because uh, at, in Oak Glen, where we would go as kids, there were a lot of apple orchards, and we would go get some delicious apple treats. Even though we didn't pick it ourselves, the apples, we would go pick the treats ourselves, and it was totally tasty. <laughs> And so if I could get some delicious treats from a farm, from a farmer, even, (laughs) that would be fun. So I, I think I'm, I think I'm pro, but this would be one that I would love to revisit afterwards, like if trying it. So maybe next summer, let's revisit because maybe I'd hate it. I just don't know. I think I'd like it. it. I think the adventure of it would be really fun and the delicious fruit of it would be really fun and as it turns out it's not that hard (laughs) (laughs) well guess what i don't know that you're no fruitologist shelly i did it i did it with a newborn baby you can do it (laughs) well that's yet to be determined (laughs) no one knows i'll be your farmerologist (laughs) <laughs> Next summer. 
What about a you pick baby farm like a cabbage patch kid? <laughs> I did have a cabbage patch kid growing up, so I'm I'm for that because I love a cabbage patch kid. <laughs> well, I'll I'll take that off of next week's topic ideas list for the oh, committee. Sorry. <laughs> I even remember her birthday. <laughs> Still, what? What's her birthday? Because they come with like a birthday. Card. Yeah. What is it? October thirtieth. <laughs> Only a month ago. Now your Cabbage Patch Kid is probably like 25 years old. Uh, Oh, yeah. Probably. Something about that. She can drive. She can rent her own cars. She's getting her master's degree in farmerology. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so proud of her. (laughs) Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion with us about You Pick Fruit Farms. And now we are going to move on to our segment peanut butter and shelly and in our segment peanut butter and shelly shelly who is a great cook and baker shares with us a little recipe or something shelly what do you have for us today i have an or something today Cool. So in these these holiday times, sometimes, especially after Thanksgiving, if you live in the States, uh, you have leftovers, lots of delicious leftovers. But sometimes you don't want to just eat them plain. They're delicious. Like uh, I have an all but one serving of green bean casserole left in my refrigerator (laughs) because I made it for me and no one else participated in eating it. So I'm eating it and it's delicious, but I'm getting tired of eating it by itself. So what can I do with some leftovers? Well, here's some suggestions for you. If you've got some leftover macaroni and cheese, which is something people have at Thanksgiving, you know what they say, apple pie without cheese is like a kiss without a squeeze. <laughs> what? That's something what? I learned from my That's something one of my roommates from New York used to say. <laughs> the apple pie with cheese on it is I guess a thing. And so why not just take your leftover apple pie and put some macaroni and cheese on it? <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> or you know what they say, turkey and cheese sandwiches, delicious. Turkey Macaroni and cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Throw in some of the apple pie too, because apple with turkey is delicious. <laughs> Boom! Three leftovers in a row. Turkey and macaroni and cheese sandwich probably would not be half bad. I say go for it. <laughs> um, or another leftover that I have a lot of, because it turns out again, not a lot of people liked to eat it on Thanksgiving. Was stuffing. What? <laughs> <laughs> and my nephew said it tasted like. Croutons, and I thought, you know what? Throw some stuffing on a salad. Boom. <laughs> a healthy alternative to just eating straight stuffing for the third day in a row. <laughs> so there you go. Salad, a delicious salad topped with stuffing, and get some more of that leftover turkey on there. And hey, why not some of that macaroni and cheese? <laughs> Can't go wrong in a salad. Why not some of that apple pie? Boom. <laughs> yeah, cranberry sauce. Oh, dude, let's get that in there. <laughs> Can't go wrong. <laughs> but what if you've got a lot of leftover mashed potatoes? I say throw it in a juicer. Juice out some of that butter oh, no. <laughs> that is left over from in there. Use it to butter some other things. Could be anything. <laughs> And then you've got some nice crumbly, dry mashed potatoes over here. No more butter. <laughs> Fry those up, baby. <laughs> you can have like delicious, like quasi hash browns. <laughs> but what if you've got leftover soup? I learned this from Julie's kids. You can use soup as gravy on anything. <laughs> so maybe throw that some leftover carrot soup on top of your fried, dried mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, gross. Oh, gross. But what if you have leftover rolls, you say? I say, that's not possible. No leftover <laughs> rolls from Thanksgiving. So next point. (laughs) And if, if you've just got so many leftovers, you don't know what to do with it. I say, Thanksgiving, dinner, 
parfait. Oh, Stack no. them up. Oh my god. <laughs> Serve it up. <laughs> that hurts my feelings, Shelly. <laughs> I was so scared you were gonna say leftover smoothie. Uh, I actually <laughs> did have that written down, and then I crossed it out because how expected is that? Parfait. <laughs> oh man, I was scared with joy that you were gonna say food fight. <laughs> no, because then you're just wasting it. <laughs> oh yeah, but that parfait, <laughs> that parfait, yum, yum. will feed a family of. Five oh. again. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> so that those are my suggestions. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I wish I could applaud. <laughs> You're a culinary genius, Shelley. I grant you this honorary farmerologist degree, <laughs> farmerology degree from Chatfield Girlo University. CGU is proud to have you. <laughs> well, that was our segment, Peanut Butter and Shelly. Peanut, peanut Shelly gang, it is the season of gratitude, and we're grateful to you for joining us for another hour. We're grateful to you for, for downloading this podcast, for sharing it with your friends, for rating and subscribing, or just subscribing, or just rating. I'm not picky. You could do that uh, on, on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or um, what's another one, Shell? All of them. All of them. <laughs> Any of them. Uh, yeah, just check us out. And really, it would be awesome if you went back and listened to some old episodes. We have some bangers. Um, and mash. <laughs> no, no more mash. <laughs> Some bangers and leftover mash for you, the Shelly gang. And we love you so much and thank you. And, co- and join us next week. Uh, we'll have fun. I, that hesitation made it sound like I didn't think we would have fun, but it was more, more just like I didn't want to tell you how much fun we were going to have uh, just so that you could have a little bit of surprise left. Surprise and mystery await you next week. <laughs> the small committee will bring another great topic your way. <laughs> and with that, Thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. 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 Love you. Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you?